1: Welcome back to The Food Code. We are here for Friday Fire. Our we, favorite day of the week. We love Friday Fire. And I, it, from what it seems like, all of our clients love it too. They do. And all of the people that, you know, listen to The Food Code. So we're going to keep bringing them at you. Um, it's the tough love day, I think. It's mm-hmm. the the things that, you know, I, we were listening to some stuff today around, do you surround yourself with like, yes, people and people that maybe aren't pushing you, but instead are letting you think that. It's okay if, you know, you have the extra cookie or you you drink that fifth glass of wine. <laughs> it's okay. Like next time you'll do better. But is it okay? Is it okay if, you know, you aren't getting where you want to be? Um, but today we're going to talk on a little different topic around success being relative to you and only you.
0: Yeah, a little bit different spin on success you know, comparing yourself to others. Yep. yep. Because a lot of times we hear from women, well, I saw Sally lost 12 pounds and I've only lost three pounds. Or my friend started doing X diet and lost 40 pounds. And, you know, I've been at this now and I've only lost 20 pounds, Yep. you know? And so the thing here is, It's not just about calories in, calories out or the diet that you're following. There's so much more that goes into the sphere of success, right? If you think about it, you know, your relationship with food, your choices, your behaviors, your routines, your lifestyle, your stress, your health markers, right? Um, do you have autoimmune condition? Are you training the same way that maybe Sally is training mm-hmm. like there 's a lot of different things that go into this, and so this is a little bit of a different spin on comparing yourself to others because we know that comparison is the thief of joy, yes, but it also is a way of self sabotage
1: totally totally, and i don 't want to like We talked about this with one of our clients yesterday. It's impossible to not compare. It is. You Mm -hmm. see people every day. You follow people on social media. And if you truly think about it, you wouldn't know who you are and where you are without anyone else. you would If no one else existed in this world but you, you would have no clue who you are, what you're doing, how to get better, because you would have nothing to compare against. So I don't think that like we should never compare to others. But in this sense, especially on this journey, it does not serve you. And you can use others as inspiration. But if P- comparing to other people is breaking you down and causing you to derail yourself and causing you to second guess yourself and what maybe you're doing if you know you've been advised by Liz and I on what you're doing I can promise you it's the best thing for you um but you know evaluating what you're doing and where you're starting from and where you're at right now so like look at where you were a month ago mm-hmm. 6 months ago you know did you eat six cookies on a Friday night and feel like you couldn't control yourself around sugar. And now today you have one and you're satisfied. Yep. Because you haven't lost 60 pounds on the scale yet doesn't mean that you're not pro- improving. You're not progressing because you're improving the habits that provide progression, that provide success. And guess what? That is your journey. That is no one else's journey. It doesn't matter if the person next to you is eating no cookies or the person next to you is eating 10 cookies and still looks fucking phenomenal. Like, we hate those people, okay? (laughs) Those are the people we don't like. But you got to think about where you were a month ago, six months ago. And that's why we use things like pictures. That's why we use things like habits and routines because we can compare to those things. We can compare to measurable things
0: and, you know, what we were doing A while ago. Yeah. Daily wins. You know, these micro goals that you set, they are the things that you need to focus on. And we always tell our clients, like, focus on today. What is in your control today? The same thing applies not just with your food, but also maybe you started prioritizing yourself and maybe you set aside time to work out or you started a new workout routine. Maybe you committed to 10,000 steps a day and, you know, a lot of people, they undervalue the um benefits of walking, right? They're like, I think it's a waste of time. Listen, I used to be that person too. I was like, I got to go to the gym two hours a day. I got to crush my workout. You know, I got to strength train, then I got to do a conditioning component. And that's the only thing that matters. But walking, we have an entire podcast on it those are things that you can be proud of, right? If you set out and said, I want to start walking 10,000 steps a day. And three months ago, you were walking like 2000 steps a day. Those are wins. And you've got to, you know, recognize those wins. And while you might see other people doing 12,000 or 15,000 success is relative to you because you started in a place that was much different than them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, 10,000 steps for me is part of my normal routine. It's kind of a non-negotiable, but I've seen this firsthand in the gym. And Becca, I'm sure you have too, where people come in and they, they're they doing strength training, right? And on the leaderboard, you can kind of see, hey, you know, Sally, I don't know why I'm picking on Sally today. Yes. <laughs> and <Karen. Poor laughs> Sally, Sally and Karen. Poor <laughs> Sally and Karen. <laughs> you know, Sally lifted 200 pounds on her deadlift. I want to do that. But right now you're a beginner and you're just starting out and maybe you're, you know, lifting 130 pounds. That 70 pound gap is dangerous. I even think it's a danger zone because some people will then try to keep up with others and so they'll start loading their bar and then they get hurt and then they have a setback. So here, what I'm saying is you don't know Sally's story. Sally might have taken three years to be able to deadlift 200 pounds, right? you also may have back injuries or things that you've got to be hyper protective of. And so it's not safe for you to do those things. You've got to work your way through baby steps the same way that you do with your nutrition and changing your relationship with food, your habits, your behaviors. Like Becca said, if you were eating six cookies or you know you ate the entire bag of candy that was on sale after Halloween and you didn't do that this year, that's a huge win.
1: Totally, totally. And like like Liz was saying, I when I coached at our CrossFit gym, There were a lot of people that would come in and see me and be like, I want to look like you. Because I was competing at that time. I was, it was my life. I was breathing, sleeping. Everything I did was around my training. And so I was training two to three hours a day. I was sleeping eight to 10 hours a night. I was eating immaculately, which drove a lot of my eating disorder and my disordered with exercise. But regardless, I digress with that. But people would come in and be like, I want to look like that. That's a that's a very unfair comparison mm-hmm. for you to make because is that even realistic in your life right now? And you know what I'm kind of getting to here is like if I were to compare to someone and be like, well, they lost ten pounds, I'm not losing anyway because I've been in the game for a while. So it, on the on the flip side of like a beginner, if you've been dieting for the past ten years, you've been ch- tracking macros for years, you've been exercising for decades. You are not going to see the same rapid progress that someone else that has never dieted in their life is going to see. We have a lot of people that come to us that are, to be honest, probably overconsuming. They might not realize they are, but are overconsuming. And so when we become consistent at an intake level, they lose weight. But other people that come to us that have been dieting for years, if not longer, come to us. And they don't see the same rapid weight loss because, unfortunately, their body is in a different place than that person that came in over-consuming. And so you have to understand there's a law of diminishing returns here with exercise and with nutrition to where, unfortunately... You're gonna have slower progress if you've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. It's like it's the same reason as if you start weightlifting, you're probably gonna get like PRs every freaking week. <laughs> when in reality, I haven't PR'd any of my lifts in years because like I keep going up and down. I have kids, and then I come back, and then I like it's like you. you so have to, true. It's like I I probably will never squat 300 pounds again. And so I just focus on like, am I getting a little bit stronger relative to where I was a couple months ago? That is what I focus on. And so we have to again come back to this. You can Cannot, you cannot compare to other people. And asking yourself the hard question, are you doing the best that you can do?
0: Yeah, that's so true. Doing that kind of like daily evaluation of am I doing everything in my power to get to where I want to be? You know, when we look at all of the things that need to be done, it's a lot, right? And that's why we don't start clients like zero to 60 and say like, mm. hey, you got to you know, eat from this list, you got to do this, you got to hit these numbers. We don't start there because it's impossible to sustain. You have to learn, you have to take baby steps. And so when we look at you know your overall day, are we skipping meals? Are we eating balanced meals? Are we drinking enough water? Are we moving enough outside of our training? You know, there's a lot of different things, quality of food. Many people undervalue, you know, the quality of food. We're going to do a podcast just on that because, you know, while you can eat 2000 calories at McDonald's, You can eat 2000 calories of, you know, one ingredient, clean whole foods, much harder to do because there's a lot more voluminous. but you are going to wear it differently. Hear me when I say that again, you all have heard that saying like you are what you eat, right? You're going to wear that differently because you're consuming completely different nutrient profiles and your body is not able to utilize the fuel the same because it's, either a lot of trans fats and, you know, garbage food that's processed, or it's a lot of healthy fats, good nutrients, and your body burns through it. And you, you know, function optimally, have great energy, sleep well, d- good digestion, all of those things. And so again, you have to kind of take a look at where are you starting? If you are ordering out seven of the days, you know, <laughs> seven <laughs> times a week, and you order out making really good money, right? <laughs> um, and you order out, let's say five times this week, That's a step in the right direction, right? And so wherever you're at today, we want you just to kind of think about like putting your blinders on. Yes, you can look at what other people are doing for inspiration, but it's the... You know, so many times we see people who look to those individuals and they say, I want to look like them. I want to be like them, that they are trying to do things that don't fit them. I don't want to be another person because that takes away from who I am. Mm -hmm. So stand firm in who you are and do the things that you know is right for you. And then you compare yourself to yourself. What was yesterday like? Did I have four cookies? You know, yesterday, okay. Today, I've got work to do. Today, I either need to get the cookies out of the house, or I need to have a crucial conversation with yep. somebody who's bringing cookies to me, or I need to do the mental work uh, behind why I bought the cookies, totally, right? And I totally. couldn't say no. And and there's so many things that you've got to consider here. And the only way that you are going to make a long-term sustainable change to living happy, healthy, and confident for you is by doing the thing that is right for you, your lifestyle, your body, And your mental and emotional health.
1: Yeah. Another really hard thing about comparing to others, guys, is you're constantly setting yourself up for failure because someone else, like I said, probably has a very different life than you. You don't know what they have going on in their day to day. You don't know what demons they're facing. You don't know what's driving them to do what they're doing. And when you see someone else, Oh, they wake up. They wake up at 5:15, and they worked out for an hour. And they, you know, they're lifting really heavy. I can't lift that heavy. And then they go and they, you know, meal plan all their food and they, you know, whatever is going on in their life. But you have a child that woke up in the middle of the night and you're exhausted, so you sleep in until seven. And then instead of you know lifting as heavy as they did, you go on a run because that's what you enjoy doing. And so you're constantly like, I'm not matching up to this person. But in reality, you will never match up to that person because you are not that person. You're like. is not that person's life. And so you end up every day seeing other people and seeing, you know, and I was in this cycle for a really long time. I would see all these things that other people were doing that I couldn't do. And that I probably would never be able to do. In my case, it was people that I used to compete against that lift way heavier than I do. And I would see them all the time. And I'm like, I can't lift that heavy. And I would feel like a failure because of it. Mm -hmm. And so I would end each day kind of in this nasty place of like, I'm feeling like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm versus... I use what I have been doing and try to improve upon it. And asking yourself, like, I think we waste a lot of time and energy comparing to these other people when in reality, you could be doing things better for yourself. Like, you know, are you really getting to bed as early as you could? Or are you kind of letting things keep coming up? You know, uh, well, I, you know, we've been watching this new show. I will say right now I'm watching The Undoing and I have been staying up much later than I would like to because it's so freaking good. But anyways, I digress. So are you, you know, are you being strict around your bedtime or are you letting little, you know, tasks around the house distract you and keeping you up later? You know, are you, are you working on getting in as good of a workout or are you getting distracted on your phone and then the workout takes too long and then you can't finish it? Like, are you doing things? to the best of your ability, or are you getting distracted? Because there's a lot here that you can improve upon, but if you're constantly comparing, if you're always thinking about what you're not doing, you don't have much time for what you could be doing. Yeah. And so we need to evaluate our own life to make sure that even though we're comparing only to ourselves now, that we are doing as good as we can.
0: You brought up a really good point there, and it's the key word here is distraction. Right. Because a lot of times we see women who've come to us and they're like, I've tried X, Y, Z, ABC diets and they never really stuck with anything mm-hmm. long term. And a lot of that is because of the distraction of seeing what other people were yep. doing and thinking if I hop over to that diet or I restrict more or I start taking this shake or pill or whatever it is, that that's going to be the thing. and. That distraction also takes away from your success because you've got to be consistent and you've got to be, you know, we've talked about this before, kind of ruthlessly committed. And one of the biggest things that is going to be behind that is doing what's right for you and being standing firm in that and being proud of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So. That's the other piece here is when you start to feel yourself get distracted, maybe that's the time that you pull off of social media a little bit. Maybe you don't follow those individuals, or maybe, you know, you kind of separate from certain friends or other people that are kind of influencing you. Because if you truly believe that what you're doing for yourself right now is the long-term game for you, you've got to put your head down and stick with it. Because again, getting distracted by other people is only going to pull you back. It'll be like mm-hmm. two steps forward, three steps back kind of thing, right? So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. And, you know, the other thing here that I just want to kind of like wrap this up with is a lot of people talk to us about like, how do you do all of these things in the day? How do you have all of this time? And to be 100% honest, you know, Beck and I are still working on our schedules and, you know, balancing all the things. Our win the day journal that we just launched, super helpful. It helps us with our priorities mm-hmm. and things like that. Doesn't mean that there aren't, you know, weekend days that we're having to work and stuff like that. But the number one thing that has helped both of us tremendously is taking about an hour or two on the weekends to get ahead for the next week. So we'll like time block, you know, when our workouts are, she sees mine, I see her, we protect those for each other. The other thing is, you know, blocking off time to create content or to spend with family. Like I literally put Marcus time on my calendar. Um, You know, maybe getting ahead with things that we have to accomplish as far as like meal planning, getting food in the house. Sometimes if I have a really busy weekend and I'm not able to get to the grocery store, I'll use Instacart Mm -hmm. and then I'll throw some things in the Instant Pot on Sunday, not doing like a full-blown meal prep, but I do little things and kind of multitask here and there to set myself up for the days coming, because we all know when you've got a day that's packed full of meetings or work or your kids, it's really hard to get everything done. If it's not time blocked, it's not in your calendar and you've not set yourself up to be successful by having some of those things in the house for you to eat or just to grab and heat up or, you know, things like that. And so again, look at where you're at right now. If you've not meal prepped in, a long, long time, Mm -hmm. just start by getting groceries in the house and making one or two things. It does not have to be a three-hour event.
1: Totally. And a lot of people that we talk to are like, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm stressed. I have so much going on. What are you doing about it? Are you doing anything about it or are you just letting it consume you? Complaining. Complaining about it? That doesn't really fix much. Why don't you try to attack just one thing? Focus on one thing because I bet that would take you further than just being overwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. And in terms of like the, you know, coming back to the comparison thing, If you need better inspiration around you, because I think that is something that, you know, a lot of us struggle with, especially right now. We're just like, we're not in communities like we used to be. We're not at gyms that support, you know, everyone's working on themselves. And so, you know, we have the Fit Mom group. And that's the reason that we've developed this is because we need more positive in our life Mm -hmm. because it's just, I talk about this all the time. It's just like nutrition. The more you can push good vegetables, fruits, healthy proteins into the day, the less room there is for the bad. Same thing with your negative and positive energy. The more you can push good, inspirational, people being happy and positive, the less room there is for the bad, the negative, the negative thoughts that come in. So the more you can try to surround yourself with people, and right now, that's probably virtually, that's probably online, that's probably books, podcasts, stuff like that. Google. Google. (laughs) Be careful with Google. Um, But that is, you know, the Facebook group that we have the fit mom group is that's what it's all about we're about educating people like we don't tr- we don't sell you $300 of supplements every every wednesday we sell education that is what we do. We provide education every Wednesday night. We come on and we basically talk about the non-sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. Why carbs are actually good for you and not the devil. Why they are, are necessary for you. Why you know, removing meat isn't actually healthier for you necessarily. Why you know fasting isn't the answer if you're only eating 1,000 calories a day and then binge eating on the weekends. We talk about those things because those are the, you know, the sexy stuff you see online. That's what you gravitate towards. That's probably what's been keeping you stuck year after year after year. So, you know, at the end of the day, you guys, you have to realize where you're starting, where you started and where you are right now. Are you moving? Are you moving the needle? And are you moving it as fast as you want to? And if you aren't, ask yourself, could you be doing more?
0: Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will. Talk to you soon, have a great day.